系列准备平安 ，peace, brothers and sisters。今日呢，咱开始一个新的系列的信息。Today we'll begin a new message series。咱对罗马书来思想上帝义。From the book of Romans, we shall discuss God's righteousness。咱呢对马是上帝义伟大嘅神奇妙嘅救恩。Our topic today will be God's righteousness, great God, and wonderful salvation。那上帝义是归本罗马书嘅中心。The righteousness of God is a central theme of the book of Romans。头十七节是讲讲上帝义的福音中间显明出来。The first seventeen verses, God's righteousness revealed through the gospel。第十八节到第三十二十节讲讲上帝义的手机中间显明出来。In one eighteen to three twenty, it's about God's righteousness revealed through wrath。对第三十二十一节到第四十讲讲上帝义的恩典中间显明出来。From three twenty one to four twenty five is God's righteousness revealed through grace。对第九十到第八。就讲到上帝义伫头棒中间显明出来。From five one to eight thirty nine is God's righteousness revealed through deliverance。第九就到第十一就讲到上帝义伫奥妙中间显明出来。In nine one to eleven thirty six is God's righteousness revealed in mystery。十二就第一则。九十五至十三节讲到上帝伊的活者中间显明出来。In chapter twelve to fifteen thirteen is God's righteousness revealed through living sacrifices。罗马十二章第十七节到第十六章二十七节，上帝伊是团圆中间显明出来。In chapter fifteen fourteen and sixteen twenty seven is God's righteousness revealed through its proclamation。所以归本罗马书都是讲到上帝伊。So the entire book of Romans talks about God's righteousness. But if you ask around, you ask Christians what the gospel is about. I think 90% of Christians don't know what the gospel is about. I think 90% of Christians don't know what the gospel is about. I think 90% of Christians don't know what the gospel is about. I think 90% of Christians don't know what the gospel is about. I think 90% of Christians don't know what the gospel is about. I think 90% of Christians don't know what the gospel is about. I think 90% of Christians don't know what the gospel is about. I think 90% of Christians don't know what the Especially in John 3:16, is our favorite verse. 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 这个是咱最问题上嘅圣经。We're very familiar with this。但系可能啊，是咱常常第误解一则嘅圣经。But perhaps also the most misunderstood。咱了误解两项代志。We will discuss two things。Number one， 咱啊做咱嘅上帝一个慈爱老嘅老爸。We see God as a loving old father。哎呀，今啊错唔大，错唔到代志，唔要紧。It's okay for children to make mistakes。我听伊。I love the child。狼猪回头啊 ，prodigal son 都来在追来啦。As long as a prodigal son returns, it is okay。那这是咱常常可能进唔到解释狼猪的比喻，这样代志。Perhaps this is the most misinterpreted parable。你知呀，狼猪的比喻是记载在路加福音第十五章。The parable of the prodigal son is in Is in Luke chapter 15. Luke chapter 15 there are three parables. In Luke chapter 15 there are three parables. Sheep, 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 lamb. The lost sheep, the lost coin, and the prodigal son. This shepherd who has a hundred sheep lost one. This woman who has ten coins lost one. This man who has two sons but lost one. This man who has two sons but lost one. This man who has two sons but lost one. This man who has two sons but lost one. 
The shepherd signifies the Son of God looking for lost sinners. And the woman represents the Holy Spirit embodying the after the sinner's heart. And the father of the prodigal son is God the Father. But we always talk about we always talk about God's love. We forget the death of the Son and the illumination of the Holy Spirit. Please remember. Behind God's love is His righteousness. Because of this misunderstanding, we may turn the gospel into a cheap gospel. Whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. If you, as long as you believe, you're saved. This is correct. But what is belief? In the Greek, the tense is in the progressive. It means it is a non-stop type of believing. Some Christians who have been baptized and they have left the church and they don't worship God anymore and many even return to their false gods to Buddha May I ask, are these Christians are these Christians really do they believe until the very end? Are these Christians really saved? Perhaps your mind may be confused right now. But that's good. This is a good thing. Because today we'll discuss the book of Romans. This will give you a better idea of your salvation and of the gospel. Today we'll look at Romans chapter 1, verses 1 to 17. It is God's powerful gospel. These first few verses are actually the introduction of Paul. It can be divided into two parts. First is Paul's greetings. And Paul's reason for writing this letter. Let's first understand the background of this letter. Paul has never been to Rome. So Rome was not the church that he planted. So the church in Rome are not familiar with Paul. Yet Paul wants to go to Rome. Why does Paul want to go to Rome? I'll explain this later. But we have to understand this thing. The book of Romans is actually Paul's personal recommendation letter. He introduces himself to the church in Rome. He tells the Roman church, Who am I? And what is this gospel I am preaching? 
Let's first look at Paul's greetings. These seven verses only has one sentence that has one verb. So there's only one main word in these seven verses. Where it's in verse 7. You may not uh, realize this. That this main verb is actually peace to you. To all in Rome who are loved by God and called to be His holy people, grace and peace to you from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the six. Uh, only one. There's only one verb in the entire sentence. So what do the first six verses talk about? The first six verses is Paul introducing himself. So I said a while ago that the church in Rome does not know Paul. So he must introduce himself. His method was to ask himself questions and answer it himself. Ask himself and answer himself. Who is Paul? He answers. He says, Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God. Paul uses two identities to introduce himself. First, he is a servant of Christ. He is the apostle of Christ. Slave. Servant is actually translated as slave. In the Roman Empire, they had a lot of slaves. It was the lowest ranking person in society. He was the property of his master. So a slave is similar to an owner's dog or cattle. So Paul is saying, I am simply but a slave of Christ. But he is also his apostle. An apostle is different. The meaning of apostle is to send. Who sent? It's Christ who sent him. So an apostle is like an ambassador. So understand what an ambassador is. We're in the Philippines. We have American ambassadors, Chinese ones, Japanese ones, and British ones. These are ambassadors who represent their country. For example, for example, for example, I am an ambassador from China. Let's, let's say one day I am drunk. And I drove. And I killed someone. Because I am an ambassador. 
I have something called diplomatic immunity. Which means the Philippines cannot uh, cannot convict me. They cannot uh, give me into trials. They can deport me back to China. Then China will have the trial in their stead. Of course, if I kill someone when I was drunk, that would be a very great shame to my country. Because I represent my country. And Paul is saying that he is the slave of Christ and the ambassador of Christ. But I also am a representative of Christ. And I have come to preach his gospel. Church, every believer is actually a servant, not just Paul. So may God help us. In Acts 1 to 18. It says that we are all the witnesses of Christ. So, church, we are all the witnesses of Christ. We are here to preach his gospel. So, what is the gospel? And Paul answers again. So, he answers what the gospel is in verses 2 to 4. The gospel he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures regarding his son, who as to his earthly life was a descendant of David. And who through the spirit of holiness was appointed the Son of God in power by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord. These three verses are important. It tells us a truth. The gospel is not a set of doctrines, not a method, but it is a person, and the person is Lord Jesus. Paul is asking, what is the gospel? It is, he, Paul says that it is, he is a descendant of David. But according to the spirit of holiness, because he is appointed by the Son of God by the resurrection from his dead, he is the redeemer of mankind. But he is actually in the flesh a descendant of David. So Jesus is like you and me, 100% human. But in terms of the spirit, it means that he has the spirit of holiness dwelling within him. The spirit of Jesus is different from our spirit, which is dirty. But the spirit of Jesus is perfect. How do we know that his spirit is holy? 
because he resurrected from the dead. Because he is holy. Because he had no sin. That means death could not hold him in hell. And this is what Acts 2.24 means. But God raised him from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death, because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. Death is like prison. Those who enter cannot get out. Because the wages of sin is death. And we are all sinners. So once we are dead, we can never go out. But Jesus was sinless and he was holy. And he died on the cross for us. And he was resurrected from the dead. Why did Jesus resurrect from the dead? Because he had no sin. Proving that he is a son of God. This is the gospel. That Christ died for us and he was risen from the dead. What happens then when someone accepts the gospel? Paul explains. What happens when a person embraces the gospel? An obedience to the truth. Obedient to the truth. The change should be his obedience to the truth. Let's look at verses 5 to 6. Through him we receive grace and apostleship to call all the Gentiles to the obedience that comes from faith for his name's sake. And you are also among those Gentiles who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. Paul tells us about those who have truly received the gospel. And those are the people that will obey the truth. This is the experience and transformation of salvation. Not just Paul is the one who has been transformed, but everybody should be transformed in, in the, the, the saints in Rome. And all the believers should also experience such a change. Sometimes when we want to give a testimony for Christ, we would usually divide our testimony into three parts. One is before salvation. The second is during salvation. The third is after salvation. Because a person who has accepted the gospel must have changed. I'll give you a simple testimony. Before I was saved, I was not a wicked person. I never went to prison or stole anything. In the eyes of others, I was a pretty decent person. Because I was a good student. 
我哋嫁嚟哦，生性嘅好惊啦。I was a pretty good son。但是无人就有嗰个内心是何等嘅败坏。But nobody knew what was inside the in my in my heart。无人就有我哋两个暗中做咗罗罪战、暗战战派嘅弟子。No one knew knew what I did in the darkness。其实我系个尽早自私嘅人。I was actually a very selfish person。我未有过别人，只有过家己。I did not know how to care for others, but only care for myself。但系我是尽尽。真贪子，真爱子啊！嗱 ，and I was I was a person who loved money。我家己都制啊 ，and I know。但系当我实际信主以后，我生命开始改变以后。But when I accepted the gospel, my life began to change。我家己都咁啊，实际奇妙，实际奇妙。I myself was amazed。因为我开始有关心别人嘅需要。Because I began to care for others。我我开始变得有格格慷慨。I began to become more generous。但我嗱实在知啊，有人有实在嘅需要。When I found out that other people were in need， 我我我无法未未帮衬你。I cannot help myself but to help。我记得有一摆，有一摆我个牧师了去开了一个啊一个兄弟出来。There was one time me and my wife we stayed in a brother's home。然后来在啊这个兄弟现在去读神学。He found out that this brother was studying in seminary。过来隆重嘅。And his wife was the only breadwinner. Before me and my wife left, we left some money under the counter. US dollar. US dollars. We were afraid that he would not accept it. Then we left. Then later I got a message. He sent me a message. He said, "This is the first time a pastor has ever given me a love gift." When I read this message, I thought to myself, "Me, who was once a very greedy person, can now care for others. This is an amazing grace." So I told him, "This is the greatest of blessings." So this is my title: a righteous God and amazing grace of God. Give you a blessing. May God help. Okay, the second part, the first part of chapter seven. From verses eight to seventeen. This is the reason why Paul wrote his letter. This is the reason why Paul wrote his letter. This is the reason why Paul wrote his letter. This is the reason why Paul wrote his letter. 如果我祈祷嘅信常常拯救，兼且接受上帝旨意，有法平坦嘅道路教你下去。In verse ten, in my prayers at all times, and I pray that now at last, by God's will, the way may be opened for me to come to you. Paul told the church in Rome, "I desire to go to Rome." Why does Why does Paul want to go to Rome? I long to see you so that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to make you strong. Paul wants to preach in the church of Rome. He wants to impart some spiritual gift to Rome. But there was a more important reason. If you look at Romans chapter 15, you'll see it. In chapter 15, 28. 
So after I have completed this task and have made sure that they have received this contribution, I will go to Spain and visit you on the way. Paul wanted to go to Spain. In Paul's time, Spain was the farthest place in the world. Because after Spain was the Atlantic Ocean. So, so some have said that Spain was already the edge of the world. Paul wanted to preach all the way there. He wants to go to Spain and preach But he wanted to support the Roman church first. He wanted the church in Rome to support him. So this is the important reason why he wrote to Rome. So the Roman church would be like his partner to support his missionary trip to Spain. And again, we recognize that the Roman church did not know Paul. Perhaps they just have heard the name of Paul. But they do not know him. In Paul's time, there was no missionary organization. No SIL, no OMF. No seminaries. No ATS, IGSL, or BSOP. So how will people know whether his motives are genuine or not? Let's see, let's say someone wants to go to CPCP to preach. He, he, want, he, he, he wants to come to preach. And he wants CPCP to support his missionary trip. His, mission, his mission trip. Of course, we would like to evaluate whether his beliefs are real and true. How do we know? It's quite simple. Just check their background, their seminary or their missionary organization. Oh, it turns out he went through a training in seminary. And, and his faith and training is good. But in Paul's time, there was no such thing. So Rome, the book of Romans, was his personal recommendation. He recommends himself. So in verses 14 to 17, Paul tells the Roman church, where my motivation is. What is my motivation? What is the essence of the gospel? And this is a very important teaching for us to understand the gospel. This Bible. This message. This message. The sharing the gospel is our duty. Let's look at verses 14 to 15. I am obligated both to the Greeks and non-Greeks, both to the wise and the foolish. That is why I am eager to preach the gospel also to you who are in Rome. 
The Greeks represent the cultured people. 那这个花外郎是叫做蒙门化，叫做 barbarian. These non-Greeks are referred as the barbarians. 保罗讲，无论什么款的人啊。Paul says, no matter the person. 无论是乌门化、蒙门化、聪明啊、成功。Cultured, uncultured, or smart or foolish. 我拢欠伊个债。I owe them. 那保罗是蒙掉最华班人嘅书道。For Paul is an apostle to the Gentiles. 所以华班人同到佢死嘅责任。So his duty was to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. 但系佢用一个叫做欠债态度嚟去同到佢。But he takes on the attitude of debt. 我唔知你不欠不欠人嘅债嘅经验。I do not know if you've ever been in debt to anyone. 但系欠债算咯。But when you're in debt. 你嘅心情我是真无爽啊！我哋嘅心情真无爽啊！我哋嘅心情真无爽啊！我哋嘅心情真无爽啊！我哋嘅心情真无爽啊！我哋嘅心情真无爽啊！我哋嘅心情真无爽啊！我哋嘅心情真无爽啊！我哋嘅心情真无爽啊！我哋嘅心情真无爽啊！我哋嘅心情真无爽啊！我哋嘅心情真无爽啊！我哋嘅心情真无爽啊！但那有但有这个有品格的人，不是安尼款的人。But someone with virtue is not like this。无论是信主还是无信主哦，都爱将欠的物件还清楚。Whether believer or non-believer, you want to pay it back。所以保罗甲教会讲。So Paul tells the Roman church。传福音是我的责任。Sharing the gospel is my responsibility。就亲像我欠欠借偿款。Just like I must pay back a debt. 我的确需要去传福音，我的确需要去行者。I must go and preach the gospel. 一啲美国一个总统就来跟这个 Reagan 做总统嘅时阵。There's a U.S. president named Ronald Reagan. 伊在一八六七八又将一个奖状送我一个十几岁查某囡啊。One time he gave a certificate of honor to a teenage girl. 为什么呢 ？Why? 因为这个囡啊，我一八的黑黑手嘅中间哦，闯入家己嘅厝内，将个小弟救出来了。Because this teenage girl went into a burning building to save her younger brother. 结果伊家己好黑受伤，跌上去。And she also suffered some burns. 嗰呢？记者我与与报者去 interview 伊个时阵 ，and the reporter asked her， 刚才你创这样代志啊 ？Why did you do this？ 伊只讲一句话 ，she said， 伊讲这是我的责任，这是我的责任。This is my responsibility。你在当黑手个时阵哦 ，in the when there are times of fire， 大家人都外口走，咁是 ？Everybody is running outside。但是有几款个人都相反 ，but there's a person who does the opposite。伊唔是去外口走，伊是外外口冲入来。He does not run outside， but he rushes into the fire。这个人唔是笑诶。They're not crazy. He's what kind of man? What type of person is he? He's a firefighter. He's a firefighter. He be kill here. He is there to kill the fire. This is his responsibility. That's his duty. Church, this is Tonogim's responsibility. In church, preaching the gospel is our duty. This is an unavoidable duty. Because this is the commission that God gave the church. The question is, have we followed it? Thirdly. 保罗好难在呀，福音部拯救的带领的里面。Paul also let us know that the the gospel has power to save. 你讲的十六节。Let's look at verse sixteen. 因为我无以福音最坚守，这福音本来是上帝的带领，必救一切相信的。先是犹太人，后来是希利尼人。For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew, then to the Gentile. Paul tells the church in Rome, "I have a responsibility 
to preach the gospel because I am not ashamed of the gospel. This has the power to save. First, we must understand what does it mean to be ashamed of the gospel. Does it mean being able to publicly confess your faith? Is that, does that mean not being ashamed of the gospel? Of course, if you do not want to tell people that you're a Christian, perhaps you are ashamed of, your, of the gospel. But there's a deeper meaning here. I will show you a photo. This is a picture that the historians have discovered in the city of Rome. In, in 100 AD. This paper perhaps be the earliest graffiti drawn on the wall. What does it say? It is in Latin. But if you translate it, Alex worship his God. It says, Alex worships his God. Turns out there's a Christian believer named Alex. His neighbors laughed at him. Alex worships his God. They wrote on the wall saying, Alex worships his God. But what type of God is this? This is a God that was nailed to the cross. But the, in the face of Jesus was turned into a donkey. Donkeys usually represent foolish and dumb. So they're saying that Alex is a very stupid person. He worships a god. But this god is crucified. This god is as foolish as a donkey. So stupid people will worship stupid gods. In Paul's time, if you believe in a god that was crucified, this is a completely foolish thing. But Paul says, I am unashamed. Because the gospel is the power of God. And it is the power to save. He says, power, the gospel has power. It is a gospel that is able to save. The word power is like dynamite. It has more power than a nuclear bomb. Because a bomb is there to destroy, but the gospel is there to save. So Paul is unashamed. People will laugh at him, but he will say that no, but the, the gospel is a powerful thing. Because the gospel has the power to save people. Why can the gospel save those who believe? The answer is in 17. Because 
For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last, just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. God's righteousness is a very serious topic. When we mention God's righteousness, we immediately think of justice. God is righteous. So he will not leave the guilty unpunished. He is, he is righteous, so he must judge sinners. So everybody says that all will die once, but there is still judgment after death. This is a declaration of God's righteousness. But thank God. The gospel has satisfied the requirements of God's righteousness. It has met the requirements of His righteousness. So this righteous God is able to forgive us. And make us as if we're righteous people. So please remember. That gospel is founded on God's justice, and the gospel is demonstrated in His love. And to receive this great salvation is through faith. This is a righteousness. From faith, which leads to faith. All will believe. So, believing in Jesus is a continual thing. A continuous act of perseverance. Let me ask you Have you believed? You say you believe. Thank God. But you must keep on believing. This is true saving faith. May God bless you. This is the introduction of the book of Romans. The gospel is the power of God. We will let us study the book of Romans well after this. And understand better what is the gospel and what is what is what it faith. means to have faith. God. Hogun 我用这段时间将罗马书十六节的圣经好清楚了解明白感谢上帝但我们祈祷我们主耶稣祈祷的圣名阿们阿们来这边礼拜我们来思想罗马书第一周十八到三十二周我们来看这段圣经的圣经